0: You are welcome to a great moment in destiny. God is about to speak directly to you and the message coming right up is crafted by heaven not just to challenge you but to align your destiny. As you embrace divine instruction, expect that God's word is bringing about revival, healing, restoration and transformation to your entire life. With faith in your heart and great expectation, join me and receive God's word through His choice vessel. Apostle Good Heart, Obi-Equene.
1: If you have your Bible, turn together with me, I'm excited, to First John 5. We have been on a journey of discovery, our discovery of this ancient subject of faith. And it's an exciting subject because with faith, by faith, all of things are possible to the believer. And I believe God is bringing this subject back to us again because there's certain things he desires for us to do, accomplish, attain for him and for the kingdom of God. So no matter what level your faith may be at this point in time, as you continue to give your ears to the teachings of faith from line upon line, precept upon precept, your faith is on the rise and you will be able to do literally what men term or call it. Impossible. Shut a big big amen. First John 5. I will read from the Amplified Classic version, verses 4 and 5, which is our anchor text in this season as we study triumphant faith. 1 John 5, 4 and 5. Last Wednesday, we took on part one. This Sunday, we took on part two of what I call triumphant faith. Shall we read together? As if i one, two, three, go. For whatever is born of God is victorious over the world. And this is the victory that conquers the world, even our faith who is it that is victorious over that conquers the world but he who believes that Jesus is the son of God who adheres to trust in relies on the I want to read it again Uh, for whatever is born of God not just whoever, whatever is born of God is victorious over the world and this is the, not a victory, the victory that conquers the world, even our faith. Who is it that is victorious over that conquers the world? But he who believes that Jesus is the Son of God, who adheres to trust in and relies on that fact. Triumphant faith too. Lord thank you for blessing the know you are now blessed the teaching and the preaching of the self-same word in the name of Jesus Christ, we are praying. Amen and amen. Dear beloved, the subject of faith remains an ancient important subject of the scriptures. It's a major subject in the scriptures. When you went through any college of training, whether you're primary or secondary, in particular university, usually you have what is called elective courses, but you have what is called the major courses. Uh, depending on what degree or whatever specialty you went through, your major course had to do with the major aspect of your discipline and learning. Likewise, in the faith, there may be seven subjects that are called major courses and some may be term minor courses. Clearly enough, one of the major courses in the faith is the subject of in the, in the faith something of faith praise God it's interesting right right from the time that God himself created the heavens and the earth faith was already engaged Bible declares in Hebrews 11 verse 3 through faith we understand that the worlds were framed They were framed by the word of God, so that the things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. In other words, the seen was made from the unseen. The visible was made from the invisible. Praise God, the natural was a subject or a product of the supernatural. Praise the Lord, somebody. Beloved, in every sense of the word, we can see that God we serve is a faith God. God we serve is a faith God. When you survey and journey to the book of beginnings, the book of Genesis chapter 1, verse 1 to 3, we see that the earth was without form and form. And the Bible says, and the Spirit poured upon the face of the earth, and God said, let there be light. Now, this was a moment of apparent chaos and disorder upon the face of the earth. Uh, Nothing seemed good to be happening upon the face of the earth. What maybe most people would do would complain and moan and murmur and what has not happened? But God said, let there be light. And the Bible said, And there was light. And for six days, God was in the process of creation, or if you like, recreation, because we're told that there was an earth and a heaven that existed before then, but this was a new earth and a new heaven. In those six days, he took time to create again by the power of his spoken words. Likewise, beloved, whatever you're going through in your life, in your situation, in your circumstance, you can create or recreate what you're going through with the word of God in your mouth. Because the word of God in the mouth of the saint is as powerful as the word of God is in the mouth of God. The word of God in the mouth of believer is as powerful, as potent as it is in the mouth of our Father God. Praise the Lord, summer. We see again in Hebrews eleven verse six that it becomes completely impossible for anybody to please God without this understanding of faith. Hebrews eleven verse six says, "But without faith, it is impossible to please God. For he that comes to God must believe that God is number one." But it's not enough to believe that God is. You must also believe that God is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. On the one hand, you believe that God is, praise God, but you must believe also that God rewards those who seek him. The Bible says he has not called the sons of Jacob to seek him in vain. When you call upon him, you will answer and is committed to showing you great and mighty things that you don't know of. You know, the word impossible is a very weighty word. Impossible. There are not many times you'll find that word used in the scriptures, but in this particular instance, it is impossible to please God without faith. Wow. Beloved, if it is that important that we make faith to please God, then it must be important for you and I to Study and to re-study the subject sort of faith if we are going to be successful believers here on the earth. Praise Allah. Praise Allah. So the study of faith becomes extremely important, possible, uh, extremely possible, but extremely important and
0: uh, 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 and uh, for us to study if we're going to succeed as
1: being believers. Our pilot test says that it is by the instrumentality of faith that we overcome, not just some things in the world, but everything in the world. This is the victory, not a victory, but the victory, the victory that overcomes the world. That means anything that you're going through is found within the ambit, within the the confines of the world. Faith guarantees you the victory over it. Faith is, is overcome by faith, praise God. Over every life circumstances, over every life situations, every troubles, mountain valleys, storms, billows, tempests, faith is a guarantee that will bring you over those things you may be going through this particular time. You know, we oftentimes have connected faith to a movement called the Word of Faith movement. Whenever we hear the word faith, we'll think it has to do with the people who have subscribed faith to their uh, teachings, the, what we call the name it, the Gravit Club of people, you know. Come, name and confess and claim it. You know, beloved, we we must be cautious not to limit faith to be a doctrinal issue that is tied to a particular body of believers. No, 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 no. If we did that, we'd be making a very wrong assumption because faith is a subject matter that is of critical importance to every believer who is going to please God. Hallelujah. We understand that faith is fundamental. And it's foundational subject matter. The Bible declares in Hebrew, Psalm 11, verse 3, that if the foundation be destroyed, what shall the righteous do? Psalm 11, 3. And if the foundations, plural, right, not foundation only, if the foundations be destroyed, what shall the righteous do? So they're critical foundations upon which the faith
0: or Right, if you like, Christianity is built or established upon
1: critical foundations. And I want to show you three of them just by way of, of, of teaching. When we look at first Corinthians 13, verse 13, he reads those. And now abides faith, number one. Number two, hope. Number three, love, or if you like, charity. But the greatest of these is love. Okay, now I buy that. Faith, number one, number two, hope, number three, love, or if you like charity. See, now the greatest of these is love. Now, these are the three cardinal foundation upon which Christianity stands upon, like the tripod, the three legs of the faith. You see, the faith is Christianity. Praise the Lord, right? So, upon these three, you, you, you can't you can't move Christianity without considering faith, without considering hope without considering love. These are critical core foundations of Christianity. we see again that there are foundational doctrines of Christianity found in Hebrews 6.1-2. Foundational Christian doctrines, there's six of them. And faith is mentioned as one of the six doctrines that serve as foundation of Christianity, Hebrews 6.1-2. Therefore, Leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ. All right, the principles of the doctrine of Christ. Let us go on to perfection. Right, not laying again, not laying again the foundation of number one, repentance from dead works, but number two, and of faith towards God. Number three, of the doctrine of baptisms, right? Number four, and of laying on of hands, number five, and of the resurrection of the dead, number six, and of eternal judgment. These are six fundamental, foundational doctrines of Christianity. One of them has to do with faith. Praise God again. You have to see that faith is very fundamental, it's a critical subject, it's not an elective, it's a major cause for every believer who seeks and strives to succeed and achieve and attain God's plans and purpose for Him or for her. Praise God, praise God, praise God. But we see something equally interesting that as you survey the scriptures, that Christianity, as a matter of fact, is referred to as the faith. Wow, Christianity itself is referred to as the faith. Praise God! People will ask you, Have you joined the faith? Are you in the faith? What does that mean? Are you a Christian? Praise God! The time came in Acts chapter 6 when the was a lot of uh, uh, argument about the serving of the widows between the Greek and the Hebrews, a lot of contention, and they complained to the apostles. The apostles said, Look, look, it's not for us to leave uh, 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 the ministry of the word and prayer to serve tables. And they set up a diaconate or a deacon's board, as it we were, a deacon's team, which served tables to the people, right? Fed them and did all of that stuff. But the Bible says something in verse 7 of Acts 6 7. Hear this Acts 6 7. And the word of God increased. When there was divine order, the word increased. And the number of disciples multiplied in Jerusalem greatly. Listen carefully. And a great company of the priests were obedient to the faith. Wow. What is that? Christianity, right? A great company of the priests were obedient to the faith. What is that? Christianity is called the faith. We see again in Galatians 6, verse number 10, Galatians 6 verse number 10, as we have therefore opportunity, let us do good to all men, right, especially unto them who are of the household of faith. You see that now? What is that? The household of faith is Christianity. So we see that Christianity equates the faith. By the way, you can not be a believer without being a believer. Praise God. How you came into the faith in the first place is by believing. Believing what? that God sent you and I a Savior in the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. that With our heart, we believe unto righteousness. With our mouth, confession is made unto salvation. Listen, until you have received a, the Savior, you're not saved. If you're not saved, you're not saved. Praise God. So we came into the faith by believing. We came into Christianity by believing. So you and I are called believers, because we believe. Don't you think that after you believe in the very first instance, that God will have you throughout your journey as a child of God to continue to believe him? Oh yeah. praise God. Tell you what, when you examine the lives of believers, the lives of Christians, In many instances, through the length and the breadth of our world, you you find that when you see a believer that is successful as a child of God, triumphant, victorious, joyous, experiencing victories on different levels, if you look closely, you'll find that it's not too far that that man or that woman is a person of faith. Wow. Look at it. Yeah joyful believers, victorious believers. Yes, they face chance like anybody else. They go through storms like everybody else. But guess what? Their experience is oftentimes not the experience of the lot of other people because there is something about a man and a woman who has learned to engage his faith. Your faith will bring you through. Your faith will bring you over. As the preacher says, you may be able to take a licking and keep on ticking because of your faith hallelujah that is why at a particular instant jesus prayed for simon because Simon, this enemy satan is coming to sit you as a wheat but i i pray for you wow i pray for you not that you will not be tested or tempted but i pray for you that your faith will not fail Wow, if your faith does not fail you there is nothing else that will fail you everything else is coming back have a faith needs to be strong and raise muscle in the day and the age we live in today. Shout a big, 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 amen. Amen. I see your faith. Rise as you hear these words of teaching these weeks ahead of us. Why? The real source and the only source of faith is not dogma, it's not even prayer, not even fasting. The real source of faith is the word of God, the hearing of the word of God. As you incline your ears to God's word, faith is coming. Romans ten seventeen. So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Hallelujah. You know, Jesus made a very, very important statement in Luke 18 that bears our, our, our close attention, especially as it relates to faith. In the day and the age we live in now, what we've come to know as the last of the last days. Praise God. In Luke 18, verse 8, and the words of Jesus, in Luke 18, verse 8, he says, I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Oh boy, Kusavoyanda. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, shall he find faith on the earth? Wow. So he speaks of. When the Son of Man shall come again, his second coming, he's asking a simple question. So, shall I find faith on the earth? In other words, this is an indication that faith will be somewhat a cast commodity at the second coming of Jesus Christ. Yeah, so when the Son of Man shall come, shall he find a on the earth? Now, nah. if that is the case, whoa, boy. That we're doing what we ought to do. doing, taking some time to, to camp again around this subject sort of faith, to find out the principles, the workings, how does it come, how do we feed our faith, how do we release our faith, how do we act with our faith, how do we engage our faith? Praise God. It's important because we need to tank up for the time and the day and the age we live in now. praise God, hallelujah. We're trying to look at last Wednesday in our teaching at a simple definition of what faith is. Before I recap on that, you know, sometimes in order to know what something is, we need to know what something is first not, right? If you want to know what a car is, you may ask yourself what a car is not. Praise God. So before we look again at the simple definition of what faith is from Hebrews 11, 6, uh, Hebrews 11, 11 verse 1, now faith is the substance of things hoped and the evidence or the proof of things not seen. All right? Classical definition of faith, as it were. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, and the evidence or the proof of things not seen. Praise God. Before we look at that, I want us to see in three areas what faith is not. Praise the Lord. Number one, faith is not the same thing as hope. Right? They are closely related? No doubt. But faith is not the same thing as hope. We read in First Corinthians 13 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, Now, faith, hope, and love, these three abideth, but the greatest of these is love. Praise God. You know why? Because faith works by love, and hope, if you study, also works by love. You see, hope, it's not what you and I think of hope in then a and It, it really it doesn't, doesn't sound weighty and powerful. No? Hope speaks of the expectation of a favorable outcome or a favorable future. It's very powerful. Praise God. As a matter of fact, faith works with hope. Praise God. Why? Faith runs on the track of hope because hope speaks of an anticipation of a future that is favorable or that is enviable, all right? Right? So hope is anticipation of a future or expectation of a future that is favorable or enviable, praise God. So what faith does, faith runs on the track of hope into your future and pulls your future, as it were, into the now. So faith is always in the now, but hope is in the future. They go together, but faith is not the same thing as hope. So to have hope that tomorrow will be better is wonderful. Because to be hopeless is to be helpless. One of the most terrible situations in a man's life is to be hopeless, not to be able to see through the storms of today, not to see through the difficulty, the delays, the doubts of today, and to see that Everything is not going to remain as it is. Listen, listen. Whatever you're going through right now, I don't know what valley, I don't know what mountain stares you in the face. That is not your last picture in the movie. Keep pressing for a while. Your future is brighter. Your future is greater. How do I know that? It's very simple. The Bible declares the path of unjust man shines brighter and brighter to the day of protection. That is hope must believe, God, that God has much more for you than you are experiencing today. That's hope. But hope is not faith. Praise God. So we can have hope and not have faith. You see, when all you have is hope of a wonderful future, as it were, you will always be expecting that God has what he has for you in the future and never actually be able to actualize what he has for you in today. Kalabosa. Faith is always in the now. He was the number one. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for and the eminence of things not seen. What faith is not? Number two, faith is not, or better still, let me rephrase that, biblical faith. Uh-huh. Biblical faith is not the same thing as natural human faith. All right. Natural human faith is to agree with the facts of life: what you see, what you touch, what you feel, what you hear, what you experience, operating within the confines of the five physical senses, is to work in natural faith. Many of you left your houses; you journeyed to the Golden Bird events center this morning. I will check many right now. You knew by faith you will walk into the building and see people gathered to be a part of the service. You don't have to, to 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 gyrate and you know, shake us. You just knew that that will happen. That when you come to church this Sunday morning, you meet other worshipers and you'll enjoy service as you enjoy right now. That's faith. <laughs> That's faith. You are in touch with the facts and you believe it to be so and it's really so. But you know what? That is natural faith. Praise God. When you sat down on the chair, where you are now, or in the comfort of your home, that sofa, that comfortable chair, you're sitting on now, you stand up. You knew the chair will carry you up; you won't fall down. That is faith. But when it's only been acquainted with the facts of life, but that is not faith. So there is the natural faith, but there is also biblical faith. What is the difference? Biblical faith goes beyond the five physical senses. Second Corinthians five verse seven says, "We walk by faith." And not myself. Wow. So, biblical faith is the sixth sense, as it were, the sense of faith. Praise God. That is beyond what I can see, beyond what I can feel, beyond the facts, beyond the medical doctor's report, beyond the bankers report, beyond the economy of the nation. I still believe that his word will come to pass. Once upon a time, a prophet declared upon the sun. By this time of life, in the next 24 hours, everything in Israel is going to turn around, that this family is going to shift and change. Many did not believe that the, the advisor that the king placed his hand upon said, nah, this cannot come to pass. The prophet said you will see it to come to pass, but you will enter. Guess what? Within 24 hours, everything turned around. It was not within the laws of demand and supply. It was a prophetic word. That's not natural faith. That is a biblical faith. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. One of the elements of faith is that we we recognize that faith calls. faith calls. Faith calls. Faith calls. Faith calls. Faith calls the things that are being not As though they were, faith speaks into reality. Wow! Things from the invisible into the visible, from the from the unseen to the seen. Faith calls the things that be not as good that thats that, like your Father God because God calls, says, light be, hallelujah, light. I want you for just one, two minutes to speak to your situation where you are, open your mouth and declare and declare light be, I am advancing, I am progressing I am moving forward, hallelujah decree and declare that the prophecies spoken over your life for this season they are coming to pass, I still believe to see the glory of the Lord in the land of the living, Jesus said to Martha and Mary, if you believe, you will see the glory of God. the Lazarus. though dead is coming back to life. Faith will bring your dead Lazarus back to life in this season. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Somebody shout a big, big amen. Hallelujah. So, faith goes beyond the facts of life. Alright? Number three, what faith is not? Faith is not mental accent. That means it's not enough for you to agree with the word of God, right? And not act upon the word of God. Real biblical faith is to agree that God's word is true and to also go on to act upon the word as though it is true because it is true. Wow. So it is believing and then acting. If all you did is just to believe, right, mentally here, and Not act praise God and not demonstrate the faith you believe it's not biblical faith. Jesus met a man who was blind and said to him, You go and wash in the pool of Silo. <laughs> a blind man, how would he find the pool of Silo? He made his spat, made a spittle, put it in his eyes and water. You go and wash in the pool of Silo. So, as he went, as he went, he saw. He spoke to the lepers in Luke 17 to you. You go, show yourself to the priest. He said, as they went, they became cleansed. Not, not not after he spoke. As they went. That is, when the word is spoken, acts upon it. Then you see the result of the word. So faith acts upon what it believes. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. And I want us to say, rise up very, very quickly and spend one minute as we release our faith yet again because our time is fast. But Will you rise up on your feet where you are, the golden bed center, and just open your mouth and declare, Lord, I thank you for real Bible faith. My faith is on an increase on the rise decree and declare, your faith is on the rise. Come back to At the same time, I want you to come against every form of doubt, every form of unbelief that comes to whittle, comes to curtail, comes to contain true biblical faith. Come against doubt, come against fear, come against unbelief. skeptically, remember, Romans 10, 17, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of the living God. Father, we thank you. Thank you for infusing into our hearts, into our spirit, biblical faith, by the words you've spoken to us today. We believe to see a brighter today and a brighter future. Lord, we thank you. We give you the praise and the glory. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. The first step of faith is to believe God for your salvation. Hallelujah. Romans 10, 8 to 10. With a heart, you believe unto righteousness with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. Wherever you are, across the nation of the world. You don't know Jesus Christ, please, until you have been saved, you're not safe. Until you have embraced the Savior, you're not safe. Where you are, pray with me very quickly. One minute. Will you pray? Heavenly Father, pray with me, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I come to you just as I am. I open my heart as I invite you to be my Lord and my Savior. Forgive me all my sins. From today, I decree and declare that Jesus Christ alone is my Lord and Savior and my Savior. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. I want to pray with you, Father. We give you praise for the many across the nations who have opened their hearts to embrace you as their Lord and their Savior. We ask that the blood of the Lamb rest upon them. Preserve, pretend to be not to the coming of the, of the Lord. But you pray that when the trumpet shall sound, not one shall be found missing, not any one of us have found missing. Thank you, our Father Lord. Lord, thank you for the words you've spoken to us today. We cover them with the blood of the Lamb. We receive grace not to be hearers only, but do us of your word. Thank you, and thank you for the privilege of faith in our heart to do what men have called the impossible. He that believes, all things are possible. Thank you, and thank you, amen. Jesus' wondrous name, we have prayed. Amen. We shout and celebrate Jesus, give the Lord praise and thanks, give him praise, give him praise, give him. Lift your hands to celebrate the Father Lord, we honor you, we celebrate you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We pray. Amen and amen. Hallelujah.
0: You have just experienced the preaching and teaching ministry of Good Heart Obi Ekweme, lead pastor of Revival House of Glory International Church, Roderick, and the apostolic leader. Of the Horn of Revival Ministry, a global outreach ministry mandated to carry the touch of revival across cities and nations. If you would like to ask a question, share your prayer request or testimony, or get more messages or books from Apostle Goodheart, please call or text 0805 223 4444 or email info at rogic.org, that is, info. At rhogic.org. Also, download the Horn of Revival Ministry app on Google Play or Apple Store to connect with a variety of quality resources, including Rogic Radio and our refreshing daily devotions to take you higher in life. And for real time ministry, you can follow Apostle Goodheart on Twitter. The handle is at Pastor Goodheart. And on Instagram, the handle is "At Apostle Goodheart." Keep hearing the word of God. It will produce intimacy with your spirit for uncommon encounters on the earth.